0: Welcome to League One Fun. My name is Ira Jersey. I am your host for the day with another interview special during this 2021 COVID pandemic offseason. With me today is Casey Kladinovsky. Did I pronounce that right, Casey? Is that pretty close? Katovsky. Katowski, I, I apologize. Um, as everyone who has been a regular listener of our show knows, I am absolutely horrible with pronunciation of last names uh, the first time. Um, but you're the executive director of operations for Future Legends and a co-owner of Northern Colorado FC. Uh, thank you very much for coming on League One Fun. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. Thank you. So let's first talk about what Future Legends is, because obviously you'll you'll be attached to that, or presumably this new budding uh, League One team will be attached to Future Legends in some way. So can you describe what you guys do and and uh, you know what the plans are for the future with uh, with Future Legends?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. What we are is a 118 acre mega complex that's been in the works for almost a decade. Myself and the team that I'm a part of. Has been wanting to build this for a long time to create an all encompassing location that we can combine different aspects of sports, entertainment, and tourism in one place. So, in that 118 acres, what we're building is a professional stadium for our, our two professional teams to play in, which is a minor league baseball team and a professional soccer team, which is this. Uh, two nationally flagged hotels, you know, 20 to, to 30 outdoor, uh, multi purpose fields and baseball fields, an indoor bubble dome. You know, multiple retail uh, and restaurant locations on site, a dormitory on site for kids to stay in when they come and play in one of our national tournaments. So it's really an all encompassing location that provides a host to NOCO FC uh, for the foreseeable future, which is very exciting.
0: So, so that's great so so talk a little bit about the uh, you know so obviously you had an interest in in having some professional like lower division sports teams you know you just mentioned it you have a minor league baseball team as well as a, a USL League one team in there um, but well, where was the interest in that idea as opposed to just having like a, a park for youth development and and for you know tournaments because there are a lot of those out there as well in different parts of the country but but you're taking it a step further and uh, having professional teams at the top of your pyramid?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's a great, it's a great question. And we, we like to, to answer that because it excites us. We are the only complex that will combine professional sports, these ma- massive youth tournaments, the hotels on site, the restaurants on site, all a part of this private, privately funded operation. And so as you mentioned, there are a lot of other complexes that do youth tournaments and youth play. There are other locations that have professional stadiums, hotels and restaurants, but there isn't one that has everything all in one place. It's privately funded. And so that allowed us to be very excited that if we can incorporate in the center of the complex, the stadium where the professional teams play, all of a sudden now it incorporates everybody else that's on the site uh, and the community around it. So if let's say I'm a 12-year-old kid that's coming to play in one of our soccer tournaments. They get to stay in the dorm. The parents stay in the hotels on site. Now, all of a sudden, there's a NOCO FC game that night, and I can connect with the players. We have the leeway to do that. And so no one really has the... The ability to do that in a way that we can, uh, especially with the, the location, the community that we're in, as you know, uh, which is a huge plus for us. And that, that made us really excited to be able to pursue that.
0: So describe uh, th- describe the location. So I know it's not far from Fort Collins, but uh, so um, are you a suburb of Fort Collins? You're kind of maybe an hour-ish north of Denver, right? So so for those people who aren't in the um, Colorado area, can you describe where you guys are? Yeah, absolutely. So locationally
1: Northern Colorado is kind of like its own bubble and there's multiple different things that separate within it. Uh, So Fort Collins is one of the bigger parts of Northern Colorado. There's also Loveland, Greeley, Windsor, which is what we're in. uh, Severance, you know, a lot of different kind of towns slash mini cities, if not larger cities, because now they're huge, that make up Northern Colorado. And that is kind of the upper portion of Denver and up towards the border of Wyoming. And so from the Denver airport, you know, we were anywhere from, you know, 40 to 40 minutes to an hour, depending on how fast you drive and the traffic. Uh, And so that's, that's really not that uh, difficult and far for people that live in Denver. And honestly, you're 35 minutes away from Cheyenne, Wyoming. So locationally, Windsor, which is where our location is technically, is in the center of Northern Colorado. So 10 minutes away from Fort Collins, 15 minutes away from Greeley, 10 minutes away from Loveland. Locationally, it was, you know, almost like a dream come true because you're literally in the center of the bullseye. Uh, for all these different communities to connect with.
0: Right. And you're not calling yourself Windsor, you're calling yourself Northern Colorado. So presumably you'll try to bring in all of those communities in and around uh, that Northern Colorado area. Exactly. Yeah. So talk a little bit about kind of the process. Like when, when you guys first said, hey, we're, we want to have a lower division uh, team, you know, minor league baseball team, as well as a lower division soccer team you know, what was the process to be thinking about, you know, League One versus, say, NISA versus maybe USL Championship? Was there, you know, were there discussions with the league? Did you discuss it internally first? Like, how did that – I'm curious as to how that process went uh, over uh, over the time until you announced.
1: Yeah, no, great question. So with the last couple of years of, of collaboration internally, you know, we when I've moved up here, because I, I do live up here uh, now, and a lot of our team lives up here now, Soccer is a major priority, not only in Colorado, but specifically in Northern Colorado. And so when we originally wanted to create this complex, we said, hey, you know, how do we make this as good as we would like? How do we bring this to the next level? And knowing that soccer is a big deal, we said, all right, there's already the Rapids, which is a very successful MLS team. You have the Switchbacks in Colorado Springs that has a very big fan base. They're building a new stadium as we speak that's a part of Championship League. And we said, All right, you know, how do we incorporate what we're doing with professional soccer at a level that is different to Colorado already, but still has that upper echelon tier to it. And, and NISA and, you know, league two and all the development leagues also have very, very high quality. And we figured, you know what, league one just kind of makes the most sense based on the stadium that we have, you know, filling, you know, 6,000 seats for our our minor league baseball team fits kind of that league one model. Uh, And with the complex that we have as well, it seems like it was just, it seemed like a good fit for the league that we're in. And then from there, it just, you know, all of the pieces kind of fell into place where, you know, the community keeps on growing. You know, the Fort Collins in the Colorado area is consistently one of the best places to live in the country and rated every year. The population is growing like crazy. The real estate market is, is obviously booming up here. And so having that League One team to complement the league, the championship league team in, in Colorado Springs and the MLS team in Denver, which, again, Colorado Springs is two hours away. Denver's maybe an hour away. So having three teams within a two-hour radius, uh, with all three levels represented, uh, the top three levels theoretically in, in professional soccer in the United States, seemed like it made a lot of sense for us.
0: Maybe you can even get some of the uh, bench players from uh, from the MLS franchise, the Rapids, to to come up and on loan and things like that as well. So you know, it probably makes a lot of sense from that regard too um so you mentioned the stadium um so uh so, so you know granted i know that things are you know not finalized or anything but when you you think about you know baseball stadiums playing minor league soccer teams playing in baseball stadiums sometimes it could be pretty good right so right. when you look at union omaha for example they have a retractable pitchers mound and they you know moved part of the outfield wall and stuff like that at, at warner park you know it's so you know so they had a pretty interesting environment um but it's still the sight lines aren't perfect and, and, and things like that. And then you had, you know, Lansing Knight, which no longer exists that had like a really problematic stadium right. environment. So, so, you know, um, as you, as you think about this, you know, you won't have a soccer specific stadium, but how soccer centric will it be versus being primarily baseball? Great question.
1: So the good thing is is in looking at this glass half full is we've had a good amount of time to take in as much input as we can during this design process for the last two three years. It's not just a baseball stadium. It's not just a soccer stadium. It's also a multi-purpose center. We'll have, you know, concerts for ten to fifteen thousand people. We'll do these major events that you also have to adapt to as well. And so, it's virtually like an outdoor multi-purpose center. Uh, and we've we've definitely seen where it's more difficult for baseball and soccer to be integrated into the same stadium, just because the field length is is different and where fans sit. And for a baseball stadium, if I sit behind home plate, that's a great seat. But for a soccer game that's in the corner, it might not be that great of a seat. And so the good thing is, is we've had a good amount of time to look at what are the things that can make this as adjustable as possible and make the experience for the fans our top priority. And so it's looking at what can be removable, you know, what can be, uh, you know, things that we can change on the fly that allow it to be a little bit better of a viewer, uh, uh, viewing experience for our fans and, f- and make the, the experience for the players just as good. You know, being in Colorado, I'm from California, so most of my clothes are tank tops and, and <laughs> basketball shorts, right? But in Colorado, you know there is weather. Uh, luckily, in Northern Colorado, it's not as bad. But in case it does snow, how do I affect both playing fields where it's not, you know, it's not going to be some sort of huge delay or make one playing system worse than the other? So, uh, to, to answer your question lightly, we've had a good amount of time to look at all these different kinks that we can figure out to make the experience better. You know, you talked about Union Omaha; they do a great job. Uh, you know, kind of figuring out just, you know, how do I make. This experience better for both different types of fans and not just make it a baseball stadium, but a a multi-purpose full asset, Stadium that can do multiple different things.
0: So, so what are the breakpoints when we think about stadium and then obviously at some point you'll announce a technical director or coach and, and then, and then move along. So, so what kind of timeline are, um, sh- should we expect maybe to see you guys tweet something out and, and, uh, you know, give us an update as to what's going on. So like, you know, plans for timing of breaking ground on the stadium and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. So, regard it's it's obviously a very fun and exciting process, but one that's arduous at the same time. We want to make sure that all the things are that w- that we need to do for uh, our first inaugural season of a new expansion franchise are, are are thought out. And so, regarding branding, coaches, you know, getting players, technical directors, front office staff, all that stuff is being considered as we speak, and we're coming up with that plan and what that's going to look like in the near future. So, we're not just jumping into something where we say, "All right." you know our brand's going to be announced next Tuesday and then we'll have a coach the next Wednesday because then all of a sudden, you know, something happens like I don't know, a global pandemic where
0: you know what I mean like <laughs> you just
1: you want to make sure I I know exactly
0: out. what you mean. I mean I I I'm in the same boat as you are, starting a League Two team, so right. um, and I, I get it. Yeah, everything is definitely in flux. Um, yeah, yeah. So when when we think about um, you know kind of your hopes and dreams, and you mentioned you know that the complex will you know be the be kind of the pinnacle of uh, of this this whole multi use facility and uh, the 118 acres that you mentioned a few times. Um, you know, so, so are there plans for the, the soccer team to integrate at all with uh, local youth clubs or, you know, for player development and like, you know, since, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, maybe a league two team in the future, like, you know, so are there other plans for for that, for like a seamless integration from youth all the way to the, uh, to your professional team?
1: 100%. And that, that's why it's so exciting for this to be, you know, with the team that we have, the knowledge that we have and, and the, the private ability that we have where, we don't necessarily have to ask for too much permission. And we mean that in a good way, that if we wanted to do something innovative in a way that you know might not have been done before, or we can bring in multiple different ways on the development side, we can kind of do that. And that's what's exciting for us is if we want to bring in, you know, a way that that uh, we can have a developmental academy for the team, we can potentially have you know local existing teams in the area be part of what we're doing, connecting. You know, if I'm a 12-year-old, as I mentioned before, if I'm a 12-year-old, you know, when I play in a tournament, how can I feel like there's an upward ladder for me to be a part of that? And it's all within the same complex. So to answer the question, yes, absolutely, there's stuff that we would like to do. And we have in the works now. We just obviously have to figure out the timeline of when that's going to be implemented uh, and as soon as possible. And how, how can we do that?
0: Great. Uh, so anything else you'd like to like to share with um, – So so maybe talk a little bit about your – um, you know, your partners and, and the other part of the ownership group, I mean, is, you know, are there a lot of people in the, uh, you know, in the ownership group? And, and what, what does that look like? For sure. What, what's
1: cool about what we do uh, and what we, we kind of promote about ourselves, and I'm sure, you know, this can sound either cliche or you probably hear this from other people, but, you know, I just have to give my own shtick that this is what we actually believe. We are very innovative. We like to do things a little bit differently. We like to enjoy uh, what we do. And this is a passion project for a lot of people. This isn't just some sort of an investment that, you know, I'll go throw some money towards this and, you know, the team will just run itself type of thing. We have a lot of people that are here in Northern Colorado that are invested emotionally and personally into this project to do unprecedented things. That word has been thrown around a lot the last couple of years, obviously. To do things that other people have either shied away from or, you know, sometimes the focus isn't always on the fan experience. It's just about creating you know, it's either profit or revenue, it's important, don't get me wrong, but we want to create something that's that is new, having a complex that's never been done before allows us to kind of maintain that mindset. And so that's kind of how we want to carry ourselves and continue that promise to not only our fans, but the local community, Colorado and to the nation, honestly, that we want to fulfill as much innovation as we can, uh, and to do things as, as creatively and as awesome <laughs> as we can, you know what I mean?
0: So you mentioned fan experience. What, what's what been the reception so far from potential supporters and and from fans? So have, you know, what, I mean, presumably it's been positive, but, you know, it has it been overwhelming or is it, uh, you know, not building quite yet because, you know, there's still a long lead time until you guys uh, kick your first ball. It's been overwhelmingly positive. Uh,
1: it's been incredible to see how much positive reinforcement we've been getting, how much excitement we've been getting from all different types of people and fans, from kids, from parents, other local businesses that are like, wow, we're so excited to be a part of a place that has professional sports. You know, Windsor, as I mentioned, is the center of rural Colorado. the Colorado has one professional sports team currently, which is the Colorado Eagles hockey team. One of the more successful minor league sports teams in the country. They sell at almost every game. And so to bring two more professional sports teams to this area, a place that loves sports and really has wanted this for a long time. The excitement that we've seen for you know families that want to bring their, their family, out, uh, family out to the game, local businesses that want to get involved with stuff, bringing tourism to Northern Colorado that's outside of just skiing and snowboarding or hiking and biking, right? Which is what this place is known for. And so that's why we've been getting a, a very positive uh reception from you know our current fans and potential future fans uh which is just you know it's incredible to see and we want to make sure that we can continue to to give them what they deserve uh because it is what they deserve
0: great well casey thanks very much for coming on league one fun i'm sure before you kick another ball we'll have you back on for an update as to uh how the progress is going
1: absolutely appreciate you having me man thank you